Shane. You always had a situation in a big way, man. express myself sometimes when I need to be properly different. Fuck. Recording. We're on. <coughs> Welcome <coughs> to the <laughs> coffin from the intro. <laughs> We're in our stream there. There's a respiratory disease spreading the world, mate. It's not my fault. So I ain't going around. Welcome to the lockdown, where all opinions that we have on this show are ours, and none of which are our uh, employers or anyone else's because no one else is here, basically. Um, welcome. Tonight's guest is Domingos Jose de Silva Fortunato, better known as Silva. Uh, we welcome him tonight. Uh, he was born in Angola and now is a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu competitor uh, who makes. Uh, BJJ films, short films, highlight reels, and we're gonna have a chat with him tonight. Welcome, Silva. How you doing, man? Oh, thank you. How you doing, man? All good. How's things? All right? Yeah, it's fine. Not too bad. Just you know, just uh, we had some, had some technical slow. technical hitches, but we got over it in the end. Yeah, we did. We did. Tonight we got the Tech Mon Sorry about that. Tech Mon Cronk. <laughs> We got the uh, Jordan there. We got the Welshman Kerry, and we got Adam Keeley, new dog man. Uh, Adam's just bought a new dog. I'm a bit skeptical about what it's going to look like because he's only paid, paid about fifty pounds for it. It's going to look like a cat. <laughs> Give me that. Give me uh, that. So Come on, that. Uh, apparently, got it from a really special site where you got to pay money to be a member, but I don't really know if that's oh. true. I just got it off of Give uh, that. eBay. But, Give uh, premium. So just to kick off, how's how's lockdown life treating you? Or are you back at work? What's the crack with you, Silva? What's going on? Yeah, I'm actually back at work because we we um we kind of one of those um not key workers, but we essential workers, as they say. Because uh, um, I work for the uh, Harrow Council, um, you know, we oversee uh, maintenance, and uh, and this is all we have to be at work, you know. But I don't go every day. I go once, you know, twice a week or something, you know, but still have to be there. Yeah, of um, Yeah, but I really, I just, I enjoy the lockdown, man. I enjoy staying home watching Netflix, man. Yeah. That's all we'll be good doing, time, really. Good time to sort of reconnect with the family and all that sort of business you enjoy of that of course of you course got, that's... you've got some young children as well haven't you you've got some kids and that yeah yeah i've got kids man i've got three boys um yeah, yeah. Uh, 17 year old 14 and a four year old which is wow. you know, it keeps it keeps me up now all the time and he yeah. wants to play he wants to spend time with daddy you know it's it's, it's hard so this is why sometimes i prefer i can go out sometimes but i prefer to stay home and spend time with them you know so, so tell us how it all started, mate. You were born in Angola, um, well, 41 years ago. What, 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 what was it like growing up in Angola, and what was your childhood like, and what was that sort of, you know, that era in Angola like? Oh man, it was adventurous. You know, it was adventurous. Um, I, I, I enjoy every, every moment of it. It was tough sometimes because uh, we had a civil war going on there back in the days. Uh, must be what 70s and 80s, the 90s as well. But I enjoyed my childhood there, man. It was good. It was good. And good friends, and uh, I had a good upbringing. But as you know, when you was, you know, I was a bit foolish when we were younger. You know, a bit, uh, you know, a troublemaker and, and per se. But I matured. You know, I matured. When I came to England, that you know, I changed. I was a different person, and, and you know. I think it's difficult uh, for a lot for yeah. us to understand. A lot of us have grown up in cities and mm-hmm. in urban areas and things like that. Yeah. What, what was the environment you grew up in? What 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 was sort of what did you what did your parents do? What what sort of living conditions did you have? How did the civil war affect you? That sort of thing. What was what was it like back in the day? Back, I would, I would say back in the day it was it was um, 
it was a very uh, turbulent moment, but we still we were still happy. I think because we were young as well, we didn't see the danger right there. But it was, it was, it. it, it that's what I say is, is it was adventurous, you know. Mm. Basically, my my parents were my my dad was in the force, you know, he was in the army. Mm. Yeah, my my mother used to um, make clothes, you know, sew clothes and stuff like that. And uh, I had a good upbringing, but it's just the war, the civil war. That was the problem. You know, the guys used to come in the house, like knocking the doors, like uh, midnight, looking for young people to go to war and stuff like that. Man, I went through that too. Right. And he's a, a teenager. Imagine that. Wow. It was crazy time. It was crazy times. But like, it, was, it was exciting. Man. People almost, almost trying to recruit you up for the army. That sort of thing. Yes, straight away, man. If they see you, you got the the, the, the right. Uh, but it, it doesn't matter if you're short or, or, or tall, you know, if, if they see you, you're already, you know, 13, 14, you, you, you know, you can walk, you know, they take you with you. They mm. take you with you, you know, they take you. So what Look. happened, how did it come up that you, I mean, I, I want to ask about martial arts and and uh, and activity Angola, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've never been uh, to Africa, or, you know, I'm really, really naive about the, this sort yeah. of thing. So what, what? What was available out there? Was it was there a lot of boxing? Because you know, Af- boxing oh, yes. in Africa as well, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. So what was available to you back back in back then? Back back in the days, most of us as as young people, what we used to do is to join the judo, um, cap capoeira, and there was boxing, but not so much. It was more judo and capoeira, and there was karate, but people didn't really bother. It. it was more judo and capoeira that people used to do. Um, the kick, kickboxing came after, but most of us we used to do just uh, judo and capoeira. But most of the people there, most of the youngest, especially me, we we wasn't really committed. It wasn't really like jujitsu nowadays. You know, people really go, eh, I want to learn jujitsu, I want to spend the time there. And then it was just more of a form of, um, um, you know, something just a little art that you learn in in, in order to defend yourself in the street. Because we did lots of street fight back in the days, you know. I'm sure you did as well yeah, in England, you know, when you was younger. So we we kind of joined this this um, this group, this academies, just to 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 learn how to fight, you know, just to, to get the stress away from the things that were happening there. And 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 at the weekends we get together and and, and some and, and they have a little bout, you know, like uh, like a street fight. Mm. If if you know what I mean, yeah. But it wasn't really committed. It wasn't like it was really good at at, at, at uh, capoeira or judo. It wasn't really like that. We just knew little moves and and then you know learn a little bit and then go and fight. Um, yeah, that that's the sort of things that they had football as well. By the way, right. Just moving away a little bit of the um, martial arts. They had football as well. A lot of people used to play football, but in terms of martial arts, it was more the capoeira and judo. That was really on. That was in. That was in back in the days. Yeah. yeah, and where, where did the capoeira come in? I mean, I, I suppose it is only over the water, isn't it? Brazil, mm-hmm. South America, but yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Was it? Was it? Is it? Was it someone who'd been to South America and come back to Africa and Angola and taught the capoeira? Or was it a Brazilian that was teaching that sort of stuff at the time? Yeah, Who it was, it yeah it's, it's Brazilian. Oh, because right. in Angola, yeah, in Angola we we have loads of Brazilians, man. They brothers, man. They they we have loads of loads of Brazilian Angola. And uh, we, there's lots of things that we learn from them, you know, we, we, from the novellas, we call it telenovelas, you know, the movies and everything. We used to, to learn so many things from, from the, Brazil, the Brazilian people. And uh, this, the martial arts is just one of the other things that we used to learn. But there was no really jiu-jitsu, you know, I, I didn't even know jiu-jitsu. I didn't hear about jiu-jitsu until I came to England, to be honest. It was, it was more capoeira and, and, and stuff that we used to hear. So fast forward in a few years then, you got, how did it come about to come to the UK and mm. what was, was it an easy decision to make? How, how did that actually even materialize? Oh, yeah, man, it was an easy decision to make, man. You know, everybody that lives in Angola back in the days, everybody wants to get away and, you know, go somewhere and, and live the dream, you know what I mean? I, I, it was my dream always to travel, to, to get away from Angola and... And, and and go to England because I had a, an aunt, my auntie, my auntie, my uncle, they were living in in the UK already for years. And uh, we used to speak to them back in the days and I used to ask them all the time, man, come on, man, I, I need to get up there, man. I need to get away from here, man. I need 
to meet to see new different you know different worlds and 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 you know it was my dream to do that to 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 to, to have to travel to come from from Angola to come to England. And was that so because I, of opportunities? Was that was that an opportunity thing? Talk? Yes, yes, yes. It was because I I used to hear a lot of things about you know UK, not just the UK, um, even the West and you know, US. And uh, I was thinking, you know what? Maybe my future is is my future is not is not really here. Maybe, maybe it's away from here somewhere. I knew I knew I had to, to get away from Angola one day. Mm, mm. So it, it was it was. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was something that I was I was always thinking about, you know, like I leave Angola and leave and leave away from Angola. But what did your parents think about that? Were they were they happy with the fact that you? They were they were happy. They were happy. They wanted me out there because the the reason why they were they they were happy to see me going is because they they knew that Angola wasn't really a safe environment for a young man to to grow on. You know, um, you know, it was me, my cousin, my brothers. So they were just happy to to see you know one of the sons go go away live Angola. I think that was the, they were they were really really happy. It was sad in the way in the, in the beginning, but they, it was something that they wanted they, they 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 wanted to do as well anyway to send me away. So and I take it your brothers are they still there or are they did they come over with you or what's yeah I've got one one of my one of my cousins came with me the oldest because they had to we as as the eldest back in the days. We had to get away first right. and leave the youngest because they were, in a way, they were a bit safer because they, they you know, they, they wouldn't have the, the runs of the police or, or yeah. the soldiers to come and get them to take them to war and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So for us, we were a bit more grown, you know. Yeah. So we, we was we, we kind of was a, a risk, high risk for us to stay there. Yeah. So this is yeah. why we had to move out, you know, before them. So what was like the first? experiences in london like what was that or did you come i take you come to london oh. first what What was your initial sort of because obviously i'm guessing that uh english wouldn't have been your first language no 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 but i tell you what i was actually learning english in the school day right yes but <laughs> it wasn't you know we, we all say that oh yeah yeah we all learning English in, in, in Angola but when you come to England it's completely different completely yeah. different the English is not the same you know it's the accent the right everything is just different so yeah. I struggled I struggled man I really really struggled I, I, you know I was lucky that I had my cousins and my aunties you know they were providing lots of support for me to get around and and I, I was I was reading lots of newspapers and watching all those day day um show daily show yeah. daytime class. yeah you know there's a uh, Trisha uh, Jerry Spring, I think I remember that. Jerry, I, used to I used to laugh, but I didn't even understand what they were saying. But I used to just ask my cousin, hey, say again? <laughs> oh, that's good, man. I need to learn. I need to learn. I need to learn. And I really, I just pushed myself. I just wanted to learn. I, need, I, I wanted to belong. Do you understand? So I, I yeah. had to just push myself and start reading different things. And, so you didn't, and you, did, you, did you have any formal lessons or were you just like absorbing from like all these around you, like radio and music and TV? Because that, that seems really the way a lot of people do really learn a language they don't learn it as like a lesson type thing they have to they have to immerse themselves in that in that language is that what you did silver yeah in the beginning yeah in the beginning that's what i did in the beginning that's what i did but then eventually i i, I wanted to to do more i wanted more so you know i've asked people to you know my my family they enrolled me in a different college and just for me to to learn more but in the beginning, I was really just just striving to, to learn, you know, just to, to, to learn. Because when you when the first time when you come to a different country, you know, different, you know, you, you need if you really want to make it, you, you need to you need to roll roll your sleeves and 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 just and just try your best mm. to to um to um to achieve. Otherwise, you just you know you're not gonna make it. So I need to in the beginning. I have I had to just investigate and trying to learn different things, speak to different people, and ask questions. My uncle used to be annoyed actually because every time I write things on the on, on the, a piece of paper, I say, "Listen, what does it mean? What does it mean? What does it?" Mean? And yeah, you know, they were getting tired. They need they need, they just put me in, in in the end. They just put me in college. Yeah, I was doing beginner or something like that, and, and and yeah, and some of the things I knew already, but it's just something just to help me on 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 on, on a long course because I wanted to really. I wanted to to know and I wanted to get around, man. It's, it's it's hard when you get to a country and 
people can't understand what you're saying, especially now. Even now, man, I'm still learning English, man. You see my accent? It's not that good, I but I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm yeah. getting there. But yeah, still, yeah. it's it's hard. You get somewhere. You the first thing you want is is really to 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 to, to know the, the surroundings where you're where you're gonna be living. From Just for all those listening, life. that the background yeah. noise is. Is Silver's cauliflower ears not letting ah, his... Yes, dropping, <laughs> man. Not letting his butts in his ears. I keep trying to That's fix the it. danger. That's the danger for all those people who want to do jiu-jitsu. Prepared never to wear ear pods. Or, I'm, I'm, or I'm, yeah, man. I'm going to go to the NHS, man. I'm going to know pressure <laughs> soon. soon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me push it in. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So, what were some of the what were some of the difficulty? Did you have some tough times? Did you ever feel like you wanted to go back home to Angola at all, or was it was it pretty plain sailing? Did you feel like did, did you ever get homesick, or were you like bang? This yes, is it for me. yes, man. I, I, there, there were times that I got homesick, man. You know, especially Christmas, and you know, there was there were the times I'll be like, oh man, cheese, it's so quiet, it's cheese. You know, I'm used to all the parties, you know, the the um. The people around, you know, but it was a different crowd, you know. Mm. But I, I knew I was gonna get through it, man. I knew I was gonna go through. I, I was never gonna think, oh no, I'm going back to Angola. No way, man. No way. But I, I, I did, I did feel homesick, definitely. Yeah. What was your foray first sort of, uh, sort of beginnings with martial arts in the UK? Was it straight to jiu-jitsu, or did you, did you dabble with other stuff? Uh no, no. It was, um, it was the uh, kickboxing. Okay. Yeah, it was a kickboxing, and there was a bit of boxing as well in 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 Tottenham. So it kind of just to keep fit. It wasn't something that that I was doing to kind of be the best of it. it was just like to keep fit because I've always liked to to, to do arts. And, and when I came here, because that's what well, Tottenham is the area where I was living before when I came in. So and there was there was a sports center there and there was a boxing center as well. And so just to go, just just to come on, just to just to keep fit and through there you get to meet other people that are doing other things you know like like judo or, or capoeira I, I met a, a brazilian guy as well one of my guys i, I know up to today he, he did um capoeira so we used to just hang around and and train but it just wasn't something constant you know it wasn't it, because i had i was busy with other things as well i need i needed to study and and i needed to to, to work and things like that. so it was, it was he kind of, kind of, he was in and out, in and out. He wasn't constant, mm. but the, but the martial arts was always there for me, man. Always, man. There was no way I was, I, I, I was just gonna leave my life without martial arts. I was always doing something, always. And then obviously you found jujitsu, and was Mill yes. Hill the first, the first gym you went to? Was that, was that the first, or did you train elsewhere before? No, no, Mill Hill was the first, was the first I went to, because I remember I used to drive past all the time, and my wife, as she said, oh, look, see, we used to, you talk about this stuff, or you watch, because what I used to do, I used to watch all the time, I used to watch Jiu-Jitsu, it's almost like I used to study, I used to watch it, but I, I just never had the, 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 the bottle to go in and then enjoy Jiu-Jitsu, I don't know what it was, I just thought, yeah, one day I'm going to join this, yeah, I love this, it's nice. But I've just never got around to do it. But I was, I don't know where it was coming from. I was driving around with me and my wife, and I passed through Mill Hill. And I saw it, they put in the placard up. I said, oh, Mill Hill, oh, Jiu-Jitsu. She said, come on, this is the place you said you want to join. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And I thought, no, I'll give another week, two weeks. And then I decided, I just went there. I said, no, I just I parked the car, I went there. And and lucky, funny enough, the first person that saw uh, it was Ed, Ed, Ed Inglomus. He was using, he was, he was, he was, he was coming out of the place, um, holding his gear with his moody face as usual. You know how moody he is. <laughs> he was just moody and coming out. And I said, excuse me, help. Uh, are you all right? Are you, are you, what can I do to join the class? I don't know anything about it. He said, oh, just come at 12. Somebody's going to be here. Very like, oh, helpful, oh. as always. Yeah. Very helpful. Scary, scary face. <laughs> you know Welcoming what? Welcoming and helpful. I'm telling you, man. It was about, when I asked him, I was about 10 something. Do you know what I did? I just stayed around. I was outside just waiting until we got to 12. And and I went in and I saw Nick. And then I was asking those questions. And Nick, and he was like, oh, okay. And I said, who's the teacher? And Nick said, that, that's me. Ah, okay. So um, I've just asked these silly questions, man. But... 
But I, I ended up staying there. I loved it. I just, you know, I came back to my wife and said, listen, I think I love this thing, man. I, I, I'm going to stay there, you know? And she said, yeah, I know, because you used to watch this stuff all the time, but you never really, I never see you do, you just watch and watch and, but you never do anything. Yeah. So I know, I'll stay, I'll stay there. I even tried to ask my other boys to join me because they used to do, you know, kickboxing with me back in the days and all that, you know. But they were like, oh, no, man, I'm not doing that, no, 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 no. So they just ignored me. So I, I went in, joined, and stayed. Yeah. So what's what's what bit the bug? Because you are an avid competitor now, and obviously mm. you you link that up. We're going to talk about your videos and bits and pieces like mm. that in a minute. But um, what what got you hooked on on the competition? Because you haven't mentioned that you competed that much in in any of the other stuff you've done. So what what led you towards wanting to be competitive? And also, mm. I, I guess competitive when starting as a master because that's a little bit different yeah you know, yeah it's different man you were all tired a bit tired I'm tired <laughs> sagging you know <laughs> you can't move it's what, hard what, man what drew you towards competition and what what's kept you competing or wanting to compete um i think it's just to improve my jujitsu man i'm i'm i'm, I'm a, that sort of person when i'm if i like something you know i, I kind of become a little bit addictive Addicted, sorry, and um, I just I just fell in love with jujitsu, man. I just love it. It's always, it's always like it was never ending. I was making so many mistakes. I was getting it right sometimes, but I just thought, you know, I need to prove myself. I, I really need to get figured. I, I need to, to to test myself and get out there. But in the beginning, I didn't want to. I really wanted to stay there for at least a year, two years, and really learn the the the, the game, and then go out there and and and, and compete. But, uh, there's one person that actually push me to compete. He used to tell me all the time, I think you, you should compete. It's just it was um Ali. Ali. Oh, yeah. Him. yeah, Ali. He's yeah. the person that's pushing me all the time. We used to talk. We used to roll. He was my one of my partners there. He used to say, Silver, no, you need to compete, man. Come on, man. I think you'll be all right. I was like, nah, man. I, I just want to keep fit. But then I tried. And we was going to do it together. Uh, but I, 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 I ended up injuring him when we trained for the, for the competition. <laughs> So he cut his chances. I, I, I injured him. <laughs> Poor old so Ali. He, so he got injured and he didn't, he didn't compete anymore because it was actually my fault. We was go, we was gonna start together, but I ended up doing you know my own. You know I went. I was I was just going Ed and Nick. They were like supporting me and other stuff. But I remember at the beginning, but before I started, I, I, the preparation for for me to go to to, to the competition was definitely Ed and, and and Nick because they said, okay, if you're really interested to to, to compete. Speak to Ed. Well, we're gonna sit down. We're gonna organize something and see, you know, and uh, where you need help, where you don't need help, and, and we, we we make a plan because that's how we do. Me sometimes when you know in competition. Up to now, up to today, we do that. Yeah, we we plan things when we're going to competition, and 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 it worked, man. It worked for me, man. It just I was I was I had anxiety still in the beginning, first one, but but then I thought, you know, wow, I want to do this. This is good. How do you feel it. now competing? Do you still get the anxieties? Do you still get the nerves before you compete? Or you feel that that sort of subsided a bit? Yes, I still do, man. Everybody, I think everybody does. But you know what? It, what it just, it just excites me even more, man. I want to fight even more. I want to go in and do it. You know, you get what's that been, excitement, but still want to go and do it. What's been your most, your satisfying win today? So I'm, I'm like great believer that not always the golds, the ones where you win the gold of, are necessarily the most satisfying. I mean, personally, um, mm. apart from the Euros bronze, a bronze I won early doors at the English was the most satisfying, only because I got a beat in the first round and come back and had to fight my way back through to the medals. Um, what what has been your most satisfying sort of win or success with jiu-jitsu today? Jiu-jitsu. Man... <clears throat> I'll, I'll say it's, it's always the first fight. I know it's weird, my, my answer, but it's always the most satisfied. When it's, it's always the first or the second fight. Because I know, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the last of the, if, For example, if you have four or five fights, mm. if you have a good run on the, the, the first and the second round, you're good to go, man. That's how I think, anyway. That's mm. me. You know, yeah, I, I, I get, you know, I've got five fights in, in my bracket of four fights. 
if I get through the two fights, I'm okay, man. I feel good about myself. It's like, yeah. okay, even if I lose the other one, it's okay. I did all right, you know? That's me. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 but I'm, I'm always driving to win everything, of course. I'm always mm-hmm. driving to, to, to beat everybody on my bracket. But if I, if, if I go through the two, I'm happy. Yeah. I feel good, yeah. you know? Anything else, maybe it's a mistake. I can go back to the gym and work and come back and do it again, you know? Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah, it's an interesting mindset, and I think a lot of people who move forward with comps have that, that they don't put immense pressure on themselves, or even though they do want to win desperately, it's not the be-all and end-all, there is still a lot to be learned yeah, of course, from, man. you know, not yeah, yeah, getting yeah. that success, you know. No, no, no. Which is interesting. So what what happened? How did the little... The, I mean, at the moment, you're probably... I, I suppose you know everybody knows you're 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 well known for a, a tough round and good sparring, but you're probably best known for your videos that go out and your YouTube channel that goes. Oh out. my! The so, annoying annoying videos. <laughs> how did how did you get into doing the videos? What well, what happened there? What where did that start? What was what was the what was the starting point? Of your videos. Um, I think I think my son and and my my friends and my wife as well. Do you know why? Because I never, they used to ask me all the time, can we go to watch your fights? You just come back here with golds. But we never, we just, you don't want to take to watch your fights. Why? I'm like, nah, you're going to get jinxed. And, you know, I, I just don't feel comfortable you guys watching me. They said, okay, what about if you make a video or something and show us? And I think, ah, maybe that's an idea. I said, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to watch myself. I didn't even, I didn't like to watch myself fight. You know, it, it's just, I don't know, it was embarrassing for me. But then I went back to the gym and I was speaking to Nick. I said, Nick, I'm thinking about maybe start filming my fights and, you know, I open a channel or something, just put it out there. Do you know what he said? He said, I thought he was going to say, no, man, no, you don't expose yourself. But he said, yeah, of course. I think everybody should be filming their fights. I don't know why they don't bloody, you know, film their fights. That's how you learn. I was like, oh, okay. So he's all right. He said, yeah, of course you should. So from then I start filming my, you know, the fights and filming the whole event because I, I didn't want it to be just about myself. I wanted it to be about the whole experience, the whole journey, what I'm going because I meet people. The whole, everything I do is I don't do it on my own, you know. I've, you know, there's Ed, there's Nick, there's my friends, they have, you know, the colleagues there that are always there supporting me. So it's just, you know, we're all supporting each other. You know, it's not just myself. You know, when you see this, you know, you're born, there are people in your corner sometimes, you know. Screaming at you, saying, "Oh yeah, do that. Be careful. Be he's gonna show to you." There's always that, you know. So mm. you're not always doing by on your own. So this is why I wanted to always film the whole. Instead of just filming myself, I wanted to film the whole thing, the whole, the whole uh, even behind the scenes, what's happening, and you know who's fighting. It's all part of the journey, man. I love it. Oh. Yeah, no, it's de- it's definitely yeah. fa- something people should uh, check out. We're gonna put your a link to your YouTube channel uh, when we post up the podcast. Uh, you can search for it on YouTube, Domingos Fortunato, and it's you know it's it's loads of just fun short mm. videos. I love watching yeah, yeah, videos, just, uh, man. and yeah, and it, and it's definitely the personality that uh, comes out. I think especially uh, you know the Mill Hill team and the jiu-jitsu, the personalities that you get when you go around. It's it's good fun, positive vibes. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, of course, it's definitely of course. good. It's all love. Adam, it's all love. Adam, you got a question for, <clears throat> for Silva? I have, yeah. And there's some questions from Mill Hill as well. Shall I ask them as well? Yeah, ask, else, yeah ask questions from Mill Hill, oh, man. Let's hit it with It's just pain in the ass, man. Pain so, ass, Mill Hill questions first or mine first? Whatever you want. I'll do my first. Right. So, Silva, obviously, yeah, yeah. I'm the most photogenic person alive. <laughs> of course. Ever. Of course. In the future, past, or now. So apart from me. <laughs> Who's the most uh, fun person that you record on a regular basis? Jeez, uh, man, he's probably gonna he's he's gonna wrist lock me, foot lock me all the time. He has to be he has to be both of you, you know. He has to be <laughs> you and <laughs> oh, that backfired on him, bro. He was expecting it to like him, but he looks like a potato, so it's got to be me. Come on, man. You always make it fun, man. You always make it exciting. This is why when the, whenever I come up with a project, I always contact you first and just see, you know, your angles, you know, what you think. And you're like, yeah, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Because I know you always make it fun, man. Nice. It's really cool. 
Really nice. Definitely, definitely. Because I'm handsome. They yeah. they think I look like Bob Hoskins. <laughs> what do you think you look like? A what do you think? Sure. Yeah, I actually think he looks like a root vegetable. <laughs> what do you reckon, Stormy? A root vegetable or a handsome man? No, you're a handsome man, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right, if he cheers, did, mate. he did look like a root vegetable. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. I do like uh, your videos. It's good. It's good stuff. And your yeah. editing's really good. Do you know it's my friends? Good my, my friends, they want to come to Bournemouth, man. They actually say, oh. Is he really the, the, the professor said, yeah, come on now, he's down to half. Bring him down. He's so bring cool. Him down. Yeah, bring him. I said, yeah, bring he, him down. he's cool, man. Yeah, so they, Everybody's welcome. Really nice. That's... Welcome to visit. We don't call yeah. him professor. They, they call me, they, well, they give me loads of lip now, Bob Hoskins, but when, when we go back, <laughs> I'm going to make them call me baby. Oh, <laughs> and they won't be able to stop me. <laughs> do you know I like when when you guys are talking about the peace all the time? I just I just I just nearly die. You know, I just oh my gosh, no, not again. Talking about the peace. I just all about the peace. It's a secret move. It's a secret move, Sil. You can't tell anyone. That's a secret move. It's so funny. It's when it's when all the other teams look and they're like. Stop saying it! <laughs> but it works. Very nice, man. It's cool. Cool thing. Cool thing, man. <laughs> oh, I get these questions, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna disappear off my face, but you've got to hear my voice still. So stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Okay. Right. Babe, this babe. is from um, Depeche. Mm-hmm. I love. I oh, love Depeche. Man, I know it. Oh, man. How much whiskey have you drunk during the lockdown? That's a diffi- that's a difficult one, no? Because <laughs> when you're locked in, you know it's 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 difficult, isn't it? But I, I think not much, not much, because I had to train as well, you know. So I, not much, not much. Just I had to be, bit. I had to be easy. I had to take it easy on, on the whiskey because I was I was just sitting in the house. There's no jujitsu, so I had to be careful on that. Not too much whiskey. Yeah, not too much, not too much. This is from Cornell, oh. another love. <coughs> mm-hmm. Do you go easy on the higher belts when inspiring with them? <laughs> uh, of course he does. Yes, listen, the, the, the higher belts, they go easy on me, you know? So I have to kind of just try and get, you know, listen, you know, you don't play with the higher belts, man. You, you go in there, try to, to be... To, to be the hero. They will catch you somehow, man. They know. They know what they're doing. They grab your piece. Yeah, they know what they're doing. So, you know, they go easy on me. All the eye belts, they go easy on me. And, 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 and it's always fun because you learn. And in my role, especially my roles, the reason why I like to roll uh, um, a flow role is because you actually, I'm actually taking from you. I'm learning from you, you know. And and, and some people don't understand that. They think, oh, why is, it, why is it rolling with, why is it going easy? It's because, you know, I'm not, just passing there. I don't, I don't need to rush. We're not in a competition there. We're just, we're just rolling. You know what I'm saying? I compete yeah. all the time, so I don't need to compete when I'm yeah. in my club, you know? It's different. <coughs> take, different. take it easy on the, on the older yeah. gentleman before yeah. they take the piece. <laughs> this is from Dracula. Mm-hmm. What would you do if someone came up to you on the street and punched you? Ah, I'll call the police. Straight yeah, away. Good Try call answer. the police. Very good, good answer. answer. That's it. Very good answer. That's it. This is from <laughs> Benjamin Woolwich. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, Ben. Ben, Where's the question? This is suspense. <laughs> This is, this is a big build-up. I can feel an anti-climax coming. Right. Yeah. Oh, there he is. What was the question? Yes. Then? McDonald's story. Ah, uh, man, well, not the McDonald's, not the chicken nugget. What's I got into. Story? Uh, well, according to Ed, he's Ed version. I got into a fight at McDonald's over chicken nugget nuggets. With who? The random person. Who <laughs> Some some local man. <laughs> That was years back, man. That was like in the beginning, the beginning when I came from Angola. Man. I was like 98, 98 99 or something. That was years, years back, man. Ah, oh, uh, funny story. What happened? <laughs> tell us, tell us what happened. Ah, uh, oh, uh, gosh, I was uh, 
well, a friend of the family. Um, yeah, we went to McDonald's in High Street in Tottenham. And uh, we were in the queue, you know, just there, you know, in the queue. And we saw a group of these teenagers, you know. I was a bit older than the teenagers. They were teenagers, you know, pushing and, and shoving. And uh, and they, they, they were blabbing something at me. Because I didn't really understand the English very much, because their accent. I knew English a bit, because I couldn't understand what they were saying. They were saying, like, yeah, move, 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 something like that. I couldn't understand that. But I couldn't understand what they were saying. And then the a friend of mine... That is, yeah, he was here longer than me. He, he said, oh, like, basically, they sent a movie, they were, that's the queue, and they were here before us, blah, blah, blah. But me, innocent, I just came from Angola, thinking, oh, no, this is like in Angola, man. You just stand your ground and fight, and that's it. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken nuggets war, so 1999. So what happened? Did it go off? I said, yeah, it just it all happened so fast. I said, no. And... And I'm trying to, I'm trying to speak English. I said, me no move, me no move, me no move. <laughs> <laughs> Show him some Angola power. Oh, shit. Angolan power. Those Tottenham boys didn't know what happened. Oh, yeah. man. But the thing is, there's only two of us, you know, there's only two of us. And I, I didn't realise, you know, I thought it was four or five, you know, and I didn't realise the whole place they knew them already yeah, and so we're pushing each other blah blah they were kicking us punching so we're running around but we're fighting back you know as we're running around you know but i was targeting just one person this guy the guy that had the biggest mouth there so i was targeting and i, I luckily i got a lucky punch and i connect i think i, I punched in the neck or something and he fell that's when the, the fight stopped because he, he passed out kind of thing and i just kind of and then the police was already there there's police there already, and, and and I couldn't explain because I don't speak English. So the other people are like, yeah, no, this this guys. They're like, yeah, them troublemaker, troublemaker, troublemaker. But they just, they just arrested <laughs> me. They, I got arrested. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get chicken nugget now? Oh, no, not at all. I didn't no. get anything. Not McDonald's, oh. nothing. Oh, wait, didn't even get you oh. That was oh, the saddest God. day of my life. I was sad, man. I was like. There was, I was, you know, when the tears just coming down your your eyes, but you don't know how. What's happening? I'm not crying. Am I crying? Yeah, you cry. You're crying. <laughs> now, shit. I said, what's happening? Those chicken nuggets. Yeah, but that was that was really uh, that was a bit. But everything was, you know, the the guys the, basically because the, this case actually went to court. You know, I, mean, they, I had to pay for for uh, damage, you know, and stuff like that. I was paying like slowly because I didn't work as well. I was I up to part time, you know. So I spent like five pounds every two weeks or five weeks. And um, yeah, and the, the guys, they, they basically, they were doing, they, they used to do that before. You know, the people there, the people that work there, they were saying, they were, in the testimony, they were saying that these kids, they, they, you know, nothing happens to them. They do that, they jump on people, they, they beat people up, nothing happens to them because they're younger and all that stuff. So I got lucky, I got lucky. But they told me, listen, if you come back here again, and uh, we we hear your name again, Domingo Sortinato. Came here for battering somebody or fighting. You 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 are gonna serve some sometime, and yeah, you're gonna get in trouble. So from that time, I was like, wow, I thought it was like in Angola. You know, the police they'll come in, they'll say, okay, who started you? Okay, go home now. Don't don't fight again. You know, that's it. Finished. Yeah. You know, but I learned the, the hard way, man. England's different. You know, English law. Right? Yeah, English law. Were you in Were you in Tottenham for the riots, Silver? No, I wasn't. Luckily, luckily I was. Yeah, that was that was a bad time. Was, yeah, that I, was I, madness. I, but I was really worried because I have family there as well. I've got lots of friends and family that live around there, man. And it's right, right there, Lonsdale Road. That's where I used to live. You know where the the carpet yeah. uh, shop, you know, the one that burned down. That yeah, road. Yeah, yeah. I used to live there. That was my end, man. That's my area. Imagine. Yeah, yeah that was really dark. Bad. Was dark, dark times. Sad. Yeah. Well, one more general thing from all the boys of Mill Hill. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of noise around your triangles. <laughs> oh, so, oh. have you got the most savage triangle known to man? These guys, man, I, I, I'm tired of proving to Ed Ingmos, okay, that my triangles are good. You know, they, the thing is, they they ignore. Whenever I get somebody on triangle, they just they, they all look away, like they they haven't seen it. <laughs> He's like, come on, man. I'll go to triangle. Oh, no, your legs are too short. Ah, no, you can't do it. You have to go to that side. There's just haters, man. I've got so many haters there, man. My triangles are good. <laughs> oh, God, man. Ed Ingemel's causing trouble again, always. And what's um, your question, Ed? Have you had your question? 
Yeah, all, all squared away, mate. Got my question. George, my, do you have a question for Silver? Yeah, my question is how often you sort of revisit old footage or do you find you just kind of upload it as you go and maybe you'll come back to it sort of a couple of years down the line? Yes, um, it's true. You know, sometimes I, I, this, is the, the, this is the thing where I'm going wrong. Actually, my wife told me the same thing as well. She said, you know, when you upload the footage, <clears throat> you don't really share as much and that's why the views are not too high and things like that. Uh, what my my fear, theory is is these videos are not the views are down now. These videos are not in the future. They're gonna be they're gonna be important. They're not important now, but I'm telling you, in the future we're gonna be going back and feel. You know, whoa, look, remember those days? Like and the nostalgia uh, element of it, kind of. Oh yeah, of course. Sometimes you go back there and just do it. Oh man, to bring it all back. It just to give you that. It gives you the excitement to compete again. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes I go back and watch, but not always, not always, because I like to kind of create new things all the time. Come on, new, new, come on, let's do this. But in terms of, of, of sharing, I think I should share more, you know, the old footage of things that we already done in like a year, two years, just to bring that memory. And, and, and I don't know, I don't know, but I like it. I like it. I like to, to, to watch the, the old footage as well. I do, I do. But I just, I still think, I just, I still think that we, at the moment, the, the way things are going, um, I don't think people pay much attention to videos now, especially I'm too annoying posting all the time. But I know in a in, in few years' time, it will be something that we're all going to be looking back and that is going to become important. Yeah, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. Memories, you know, memories oh, are, are make, important. Oh, most, yeah, I watch them too. Yeah. I memories are very important. To you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the mm. one you made of us all at Naga. That was that was. <laughs> oh, that was... Wow, that was full laugh, man. That was good. Everybody was on it. Everybody was on it. That was good. It was good. It was nice. Have it's going to be more, man. Have you competed yeah. at Purple Belt yet, Silver? Not yet. Is this corona? See, even the coronavirus is my hater, man. I was planning. I was really planning. I was looking so forward to just compete at Purple Belt and, and then this pandemic happened. You know, it's like, oh, gosh, that's sad. So we have, we have, we let's just forget about 2020 now, man. Forget it. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. It's done. It's gone. Well, I did see um, Grappling Industries <clears throat> doing a competition in Dallas in a couple of weeks. So All right. Oh. Yeah, the Americans are already well up for it. Wow. Ah, uh, everybody's hungry. Ah. Uh. Yeah. They're missing jujitsu. Uh-huh. There's gonna be nothing up, here till September. I don't they've imagine. They've opened up. Um, uh, gyms in arkansas as well i saw on facebook earlier oh is that is that south deep deep south uh, my geography's rubbish for me yeah i think it is yeah, yeah. deep south uh, it could I, be <coughs> right in the middle i think generally america in america trump has uh pretty much drawn a line in the sand as far as uh covid19 he's just like well we're just going to get back to business whatever does anybody else yeah, get that's that it. impression yeah yeah i think so i think so as well you know, as long as that, I think I think it basically all he's saying is is just like Boris is is saying, listen, you guys have to take responsibility for yourself. You know what it is, and you just have to to take the the right precautions. You know, and then you know. What just, do you think about it, Silver? Life. Do you think we've gone back at the right time, or do you think it, we should have stayed locked down <coughs> a bit longer, or what was what's your sort of thought process on it? I think we should have stayed locked down a bit longer because the reason I'm saying that is because I, I was just watching the German, you know, Germany, you know, what happened there because they, they kind of start relaxing. They, 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 um, they locked down earlier and, uh, and I think people start dying again, you know? Right. So I thought, oh, no, maybe, maybe we should just stay put a little bit longer and then, and, and then see how it goes. You know, Adam, oh. you're the mathematician. That our numbers just gone up today, but they're saying now, which I find quite bizarre, that the R number in London is lower than the R number in like the southwest. Is that yeah. because there's been more testing done in London, so they get a more so, realistic yeah. pr- picture of the R number? Yeah, is it's that... all. Yeah, I, I think that's right, but it's all gibberish until everyone's tested. Right. So it's all it's all just noise. I I wouldn't even listen to the news at a minute to be honest. It's just all. Um, <laughs> You know, it, it's like um, I can't think of another example, but you, the, the data set is just rubbish because they haven't tested everyone. If they tested everyone, 
like like the experience we had the other day you know you could have caught a disease 10 years ago and been tested clear it doesn't mean you're you're not clear now if you know what i mean um so you could have you know you could be tested for hepatitis <laughs> two years ago your hepatitis free now the gap from that two years to now you could have caught it again same thing with oh. coronavirus they haven't yeah. proved yet that antibodies work work or anything so um yeah but i you know like you said there i think they're um slowly but surely relaxing all over the world because purely economic reasons to be honest yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah it's a lot there's a lot of jumping a gun as far as this um antibody sort of belief no one has even really broached the subject to the fact that you've got any immunity to covid19 but it everybody seems to be rejoicing in an antigen test or an antibody test that might actually tell you nothing is, mm. would, is anybody else in agreement with me on that one or does anybody think that they're, they're obviously you know this is something to look forward to i mean i, I don't know no, there doesn't seem to be it, it almost seems like the science we're listening to has sort of stopped because we're not really getting many yeah. answers at the moment the more the more they learn the more problems <coughs> we're, we're not getting a vaccine are we so we no. just got to take what hope we can no. yeah. yeah i mean that seems to be the vaccine and the talk of a vaccine seems to have paled only trump at the moment is really championing the vaccine you could it, it's gone very quiet on the vaccine front isn't it yeah, well, yeah. I think that there hasn't been a successful coronavirus because coronavirus is the family. There hasn't been a successful vaccine developed for any one of those viruses within the coronavirus field. Mm. So, you know, either they're going to break new ground or, you know, we just got to march on. Does that include the normal flu vaccine then, Kerry? Is that, is that, this flu, the domestic, like your normal domestic cat flu, that, that is a coronavirus, isn't it? So they obviously have a vaccine for that. Well, like yeah, the common cold is a coronavirus. They have to keep um, with it. I think, forgive me if I'm wrong, but with every every season's a new strain, isn't it? Essentially, so yeah, multiple strains. So it's kind of potluck, really. If you if you, if you take your jab, you can still land it. Not to be um, Mr. Negative, naughty negative now, man. But um, have we ever cured the cold? Yeah, I have he goes away by itself. I have yeah. menthol, menthol cigarette filters <laughs> in licorice <laughs> cigarette papers <laughs> with Cut's Choice. That was the cure for the cold. I am. Um, I'll tell you what, the, my best cure for getting for cold is actually getting choked. And half through you're getting choked, oh. you, get like, you get like really angry, and then you like you escape, <laughs> and then your cold's gone. But yeah, no, it's, that's the thing. They haven't, they haven't cured the cold, and they've had that for, you know, well, since I've been alive. Killed the aliens, cured it. Isn't it, probably mate? before. Yeah, but you know what I mean. My, my, my view on it is that <laughs> in my lifetime they haven't cured it. So, um, it's crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I get you know, smallpox. There have been some successful vaccinations that have happened: measles, mumps, rubella. You know what I mean? There is no doubt there has been successful vaccinations, but I mean, I don't know of what of them is. I don't suppose any of them are coronaviruses. No. Um, um, and and that is some crazy stuff. Sorry, Dave. What, what is internet. crazy? The you know how how they cured smallpox? They injected people with pus. And then they get, then they and then they didn't catch the disease and die. Mm. What crazy man thought of that? What a hero! Absolutely hero. I wouldn't think of that. Oh shit! Yeah, I think we need a scientist on to verify that. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with it for now. Any, anybody else got a question <laughs> for Silver while we got him on? <laughs> uh, just a little one, sort of around Portuguese, really. Yeah. Uh, so my wife is from Brazil and speaks Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah. How does Angolan Portuguese kind of translate, as it were? So I understand there's a bit of sort of Creole influence on Angolan Portuguese. Mm. Do you find it more difficult to understand different forms of Portuguese at all? No, not at all. We 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 understand both type of because the Portuguese from Portugal is the, the accent is slightly different. Brazil is is really is different as well, but it's all the same. It's all Portuguese. 
Yeah. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. It's the same. We understand, man. We understand each other. I think the, the Brazilian people sometimes they find it hard to understand us because we use a lot of slang. Yes. You know, so I think that's why they find it hard to understand us. But we understand them very well, man. We, we, she, you know, we, we, we understand. How enormous. <laughs> yeah, so my wife, uh, I think she actually finds Portuguese from Portugal. At, at times, it's the accent she struggles with because it's she quite. Struggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I, I understand exactly what she means because they're quite. They, it's, it's more. It's faster and 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 it's just really hard to understand. But yeah, it's it's it's, just, it's Portuguese, man. It's Portuguese. You just have to pay attention. You know, like the the English here, yeah. uh, it's from Scotland and from Ireland. Yes. Yes, yeah, sort of like that, you know, it's, it's English, but it's a different kind of accent, you know, that's, that's, that's like Portuguese, yeah. Dog. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Have, have you yeah. found it an advantage in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to actually speak Portuguese? Have you, have you, have you found that you've gleaned more information or if you've mixed with Brazilians around or wherever you've actually, it's been a, it's been something that you can get more out of than maybe somebody who doesn't know Portuguese? Um, I don't, I don't, I think it's just the same. I think it's the same. What do you mean in competition? Just when generally, I mean, I see, I mean, all of people that speak other languages. And uh -huh. I think, you know, when you're involved in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you, yeah, you yeah, hear yeah. people conversing in Portuguese and things like that. And you think, oh, uh, are they learning extra stuff? I don't know. <laughs> are they getting told the secrets, <laughs> the power secrets? No, I don't Boa. think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Just the same. Extra info that I'm not. I'm not getting. I need to learn this Portuguese stuff. To hey, get I'm fluent in Portuguese. I can <laughs> teach you all you need to know. Easy. All you need to know, Dave. You are yeah, cab no. driver fluent. You know how to say that your piece is small and. Enormous. Um, yeah, good, and or someone else's piece is small or enormous. Who the piece is man? Where else is your uh, <laughs> intervoke? <vocal? laughs> How microscopical. Time. And Viado. Viado. Oh, I see. Viado. Viado. Yeah, Viado. Yeah, Viado. I know. I know. Viado. Yeah, I know. Man. That's <laughs> that some funny words, man. That's literally it for Adam. And, and a swear word. We have to bleep this out. <laughs> the swear one. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the famous one. Poha. <laughs> That's the it's easy, man. It's, 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 Portuguese stuff, is man. easy. Yeah, Portuguese is easy. But it's just it's just one of those things. Just one of those things you have to just learn. And if you, I think if you live in in Portugal for like two months, you get it. Come on, you get it. You get some of the Portuguese. Right. It's simple. Man. Yeah. Pick, if you immerse, I think if you immerse yourself in any country, you probably pick up bits yeah, and pieces, isn't it? It's just I think uh, English people are traditionally quite lazy. And, uh, no, no, English people, they love, they, they love Spanish, that's what they love. Yeah, they love, <laughs> they love Spanish. The Spanish. Oh, they love the Dells, that's why, because they want to get out to them, my beepers out there. I need yeah, a translator Spanish, for Greg man. sometimes. Yeah, I agree, I need Greg's subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> there are a few subtitles. I'll, I'll be honest, Kerry could probably, I could have a subtitle of Kerry every now and then. Well, <laughs> I've, I've just read how um smallpox was inoculated i'll tell you off there it's disgusting it's worse than pus mate i'll tell you after it's disgusting was it spaff i'll tell you <laughs> they used to scrape they used to scrape the cysts like the smallpox cysts and blow it in people's noses in the nostrils ah, it's <laughs> just fucking doing lines ah. of smallpox oh, that's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm selling, a, I'm selling a key of no. pass. Oh. Anybody else got a question for Silva while we have him here? Uh, you took mine, Dave, so I'll let you run with that, mate. Oh. <laughs> when, when you next come in to stay over, and this time you're going to sleep over? Oh, yeah, no, this time I'll definitely stay. I'll, I'll definitely stay over this time. I'll stay over. I was going to ask you, how was it going? Um, I saw an announcement on your page about the um, uh, mat. I think you're going to put the mat outside or something like that. Because did you do it? How did you get yeah. on? Yeah, so Starting we're going to follow. Yeah, f we're going to. We, we want to obviously take every opportunity to get members mm -hmm. back in action as much as we can. Oh, yeah. So for all those people that have supported us, we are going to do social distancing one-to-ones and however that looks mm -hmm. like we're sort of not really 
we, we've not we're not really prescribing it in any certain way. We're just sort of saying, look, this is it. We'll be here. You come along. We'll either talk about some movements. We'll go through some bits and pieces. But obviously, yeah. two meters distance. You know, whether we use the grapple dummy or whatever we use, and just just to get give people the opportunity to, you know, what I mean, just meet up. It's good for the yeah, it's yeah. good for the mind, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, it's, yeah, for the men, mental, yeah, mental you know state. I mean? Yeah, mental state. I, I think a a lot of a lot of <coughs> surviving this and and looking forward to starting again is about just being in the mix and. Mm. And even if it's just a conversation about game plan or a position or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like slowly reconnect. Exactly, exactly. Play. It's yeah. just and and you know, it's just it's just an opportunity. I don't. Me and Adam have spoke, spoke about it. We don't want to miss opportunities. Other, mm-hmm. I know other gyms have thought it'd be a bit silly, and that they've thought that maybe you know it's not worth doing. I mean, we leave that up to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course, um, of course. We we do what we do. And it just it was an opportunity it give us something to offer people, you know. It's, of course, of course. it's something small, but it's as much as we can do at the moment. So mm. yeah, that's no, it's, it's, it's nice to see you guys always engaged and, and, and really you know trying to get busy with, of, and give information out. It's really nice. It's nice to see that. It's nice to well, see mate, that because that motivates people, that actually encourages people to stay to stay strong in this struggle of waiting. Huh? Because exactly. no, I can't yeah. wait to get back to the GC, you know. But, you know, it, yeah, it, the thing is, it's about about repaying people mm-hmm. for for what they've the, the support that they've given uh, each other as well, and the gym, and it's just it, it's just um it's just you know we don't want to miss an opportunity to give something back. You know what I mean? However yeah. much it's yeah. full it is, even if it's a half hour chat. I mean, if that's what it is, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure it'll be too. more than that. I'm sure. All, all jiu-jitsu can come out, and there's so many facets to whatever you do. There's always yes. benefit in anything, even if you're, you know, even some of the movements that Adam and I have been teaching on our online things mm-hmm. are, if you look into it, you can glean something from it, you know. So yeah. uh, it, it's worth doing. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's something that we want to do. And obviously, again, not in the words of Trump, but we want to be ready. Do you know what I mean? We don't want to yeah. be waiting for when that when they say right, let's get back to it. We want to be ready. So yeah, uh, of course, of course, you know. of course. It's, it's almost like it's almost like it's almost like people that are coming out of the jail. You know, you need to slowly. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, man. Yeah, reacclimatized. Really <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. Coming from prison and slowly kind of you know putting me out there, and I understand completely what you're trying to do, which is good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just the ethos of our gym, and mm. it's it's about the people. It's it's nothing to do with the building. The building mm. is almost, you know, as much as you know, we love the unit and that. It's not the main thing. It doesn't matter yeah. where we train, outside, mm. inside, in a sports or wherever. It's, it's all about it's, the family, isn't it? The it's all about the people, mate. Yeah, it's all about yeah. the people. So yeah, it's true. Uh, that's how we're going to move forwards. But, you know, listen, Silva, it's been mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic having you on, mate. And I'm Thank sure you, that these Mill Hillers have loved where, where you've actually got your journey up to date as well. Um, oh. And listening yeah. to you know where you come from, because as much as you've made it sound very, uh, and as I, I knew you would do, you've made it sound a very simple one. I'm sure the journey from you know being a youth in angola to where you are now has not been easy because you know what a lot of people who were born with you know given a lot of things haven't made it Mm -hmm. to the position you are at the moment you know what i mean and yeah it's true yeah that's true true. um, you know i come from uh a family my my grandparents were immigrants you know what i mean i I Mm -hmm. understand that it's not an easy um thing to do uh, ultimately yeah, yeah. and there's all sorts of uh, trials and tribulations and yeah and things like that, that you got to go through so uh appreciate you've made it sound like it was a breeze but i'm sure it wasn't <laughs> so but thanks for coming on mate and it's and it's we really want to see your videos more videos we love your videos thank um, you man thank you thank you thank you for the support definitely man catch silver the on try. uh 
Domingos Fortunato. We're going to put a link to his videos on the description when we post up this podcast. But really, really check him out. Like and subscribe on his channel. He's only doing positivity for jiu-jitsu. And like anything, the more you support people, the more they can do and the more they can give back and, and the better kit they can buy and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, nice it's, one, man. About, it's all about supporting each other. And, and that's, it. You know, that's it. If you like the content, you know, make the... Uh, Make the effort to like and subscribe. It's a ton, a couple of clicks and a signing up for a thing. Um, any anything else from you boys? Any anybody got anything to say to finish off for the evening? Uh, just thanks for coming on, mate. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah so man. thanks for coming on. No, I'll always, man. You, I'll buy you two whiskeys next time I see you. Oh, oh yes. That would be nice. That would be nice, you definitely, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone comes to bed with me, Silver. <laughs> Are you going to go to the Euro Silver? Is it in your plans to the Euros? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, definitely. I missed like this year, but next year, definitely going. Definitely going to the Euro, man. Yeah, we're going to go have fun. You know, just yeah, going to have fun. Yeah, oh. just have a good holiday. Hey, you go, you guys going, eh? Yeah? Yeah, we'll 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 we going. COVID, nice. COVID or no COVID, we're going to go clear up. So, happen. So yes, that's nice, man. That's nice. <laughs> <And> McDonald's. <laughs> right, boys. So thanks. We're going to be back next week for our weekly chat, and we are looking forward to a special mystery guest by the end of the week. Yeah. So join us next week on a lockdown. Like and subscribe to our channel. Check out our Facebook, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Ciao. 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 Ciao.